do it. Okay, I'll, I'll do you. All right. Welcome to We're Talking Bears, where uncle and nephew bring you the latest in the Chicago Bears experience. I'm uncle. And I'm nephew. And we're, and talking, we're talking Bears. How y'all doing this week? Man, could be better. Could a little be disgusted. Better. A little disgusted. A little disgusted. I'm not going to lie, man. I know we're we're not slated to to be the you know we're re, we're in a rebuild. We're not slated to win. They don't have us winning many games at all. But the damn Packers, man, I it's just if we if we only won two games, let it be those two kind of attitude. I don't really care what they're doing, who they have on their team. I just want them to lose when we play them, and that would make my life that would make my life a lot better. Yeah, man, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, how's it? How, how, what do you think of Junior? Man, just like realistically speaking, like from a from a actual realistic point of view, um, those are probably our toughest back to back games of the season. Um, we got the Bills later, which will probably be tougher than both of those, but that's like off by itself. Um, we're out of that one and one, which that's not a terrible start for this squad. Um, and and all of the game, like we got the Texans, then we got like, I don't know, the I forget what the exact schedule is, but then the schedule softens completely until like week eight, I want to say. That's our next like really tough game, really good team that we play. So um <laughs> we want to beat the Packers, but you know, it is what it is. Here's a question. Here's a question. So is it better to fight like crazy and lose that game by inches? Or is it better kind of what happened? Like, I mean, the second quarter, we got blown out so bad in that quarter, we couldn't recover. Um, what What's better? Is it morale-wise, long-term vision-wise? Is, is, is it better for a really tough loss, you know, by inches, or is it better just to just to get really spanked? I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if I can say better. Oh, I don't want to know. I don't want to say better. I don't want to say better. What I think is more of a testament to, to to the team. You get what I'm saying? Um, and I look at it like this: if we're not there yet, and when we go out and we compete, um, then you know, I don't, I don't. The chips will fall where they are. You know, it's, it's sports. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we're a lot better than we performed. I think we could have done a lot better. So I'm not going to say that it's better. I would have rather the game um, be close, as I mean, it, as, as it seems it, it could have been if we had just done some some things correctly. Even if you think when we were on the one-yard line, um, just another seven points at that point in, in the game would have put us down one, one score. And then, like you said, that would have made it the – the close game that you talk about, it would have came down to one possession. They would have been up one one score. Uh, would have gave us an opportunity. So I'm not ever going to say it's, it's better to get your asses kicked out. I don't think that's – I don't ever think that's good. Um, yeah, I don't know, man, those Packers, man. I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But, um, you know, it's, it's never okay to lose. It's never okay to lose, especially as a, as a, as a fan of the team when you, when you sit back and see things that we could have done differently, at least to make us more competitive. I don't know what you think, because – I mean, in terms of like having a lot of film to look at and, and improve from the mistakes, sure, yeah, it gets spanked. But in terms of like the confidence on a young QB, all these rookies, 
Um, being able to step back on the field next week with your head high is definitely better to be in a close game. Um, you never want to see your guys go out like that um, because the mental side of it is just as important as the physical, you know, like with the score on the, on the, uh, uh, the scoreboard at the end of the game looked really bad, but uh, really it was one bad quarter and three good ones for the defense at least. And then for the offense, it was like one good quarter and three bad ones. So, um, you know, it, it really depends on how you're looking at it and and how the guys are taking it in the locker room. And a lot of that's going to fall on fields and how he can lead them bouncing back next week. Yeah. So uh, we brought up the name Fields, and um, we we're all fans of, of Fields. We all know he's a phenomenal athlete. Um, question being, though, um, you know, we the tape is going to tell, you know, how much of this is uh, – his fault. How much of this is he can't uh, get this done? Um, you know, he's had a lot of games under 150 yards. Uh, even last week's win was 127 yards. This is like 70. Um, you know, this this is this. Are, are we seeing um, some some issues that have not been corrected? some problems that that uh, haven't been addressed? Um, it's too early to tell. Um, I think it's too early to tell. I don't think the coaches really played a game that he was going to throw for 300 yards. So him not having 150, like that would be an indictment if he threw the ball 40 times, but he's thrown the ball combined 28 times between the first two games. And that's like one game worth of passing. So 190 yards out of 28 passes and two touchdowns, two picks. That's like, what does that tell you? Nothing. You know, um, I want to see, truthfully, I want to see a game where Getsy just like puts as many receivers on the field all game as he can. And we throw the ball like 40 times. And, and I want to ask that. Do you, do, I'm sorry to cut you off. Do, do you think that's a, testament to the to the front office's confidence in infields or the or the coach's confidence um why why is it that 28 passes in the first two games um is it that we just know the offensive line doesn't protect him for that long so i mean because i don't get it i don't get it and then to see us run um a little off the subject of fields but to see us run as well as we did in the last game and then not be able to get in from the one and you know what I'm saying it's just like what are, what exactly are we doing what kind of team are we and, and, and what's going to be our focus on like okay this is something that we're good at this is what we're going with because sometimes I can't tell well I think in this scenario um you know th there were mistakes made you know and, and honestly this this game uh was called it sounded it seemed like a naggy game at many points the second quarter to me was like a naggy game you got a uh david montgomery running like crazy and um you allow three three and outs where he only touches the ball once and that's just not acceptable when you know you're in the heat against a packers team that is lighting up the quarter and running all over you you know and you know, you just can't let that happen. You must get out there and get a first down. And, you know, after we came out the first series and, and the plan didn't work, you know, let's go back on the second series. Because <clears throat> if, if you get two or three first downs, 
you burn five minutes off the clock, you take the ball out of Rogers' hands and that and Aaron uh, um, Jones and, and those guys, you take the ball out of their hands for another possession. And if they lose a possession, you know, they only score twice in that quarter. They, they, they only got a field goal after that. So I think the same thing occurs, um, but we, we let it get out of hand. That's a huge mistake. The other huge mistake, like you said, you're on the half yard line. You've got a guy who is, um, you know, getting uh, uh, 8.1 yards of carry and you've got a fullback who's never touched the ball. If you want to pull a fake, put Justin under center, give him the option to push forward. If both of the gaps are full, if both, if, if, if one, you know, they're standing right over Mustafa, give him the option to push forward. If both gaps uh, are, are, are filled on either side of Mustafa, then give the ball to blasting game or, or Demo and give them the option to do either. And you're doing it from under center at the goal line and you got a chance, you know, you're going from five yards back out of the, uh, out of a shotgun when you've, you know, when you, when you haven't even passed for a hundred yards, no one's looking for a pass. They're not, they weren't thinking pass. They're coming, you know, so that, that's, it's, that, that was Nagy-esque. I'm perfectly, I'm perfectly fine with just putting, you know, eight offensive linemen and three tight ends on the fur, you know, whatever the ratio is. You know what I mean? Just just load the box with big bodies and just punch them in the mouth to get in there, man. We were running down their throats. I don't see why we didn't just hand off the demo. It don't make no sense that we're doing all this cutesy stuff from the goal line, man. That's I hate that stuff. It, it's terrible. And, and when you look back, I mean, you think about – uh, um, you know, Seattle gifting the Super Bowl by not, you know, giving the ball to Beast Mode. It's, it's the same type of garbage. You know, you, you just it's just something you don't do. Our, our number one offensive weapon is David Montgomery, period. And, and he proved that. I mean, in, you know, he didn't get much week one, but just in the work that he did last week, he's in the top eight of running backs in the league. And, and he only had one good game. Let him put a couple, three good games together. Right. He could be up at the top. Yeah. I think I think it's it's down to confidence. I think it's down to experience, man. Like again, this is week two. It's a long season. It's 15 more games. Um so like we're looking at it. This is Getsy's first season calling NFL plays as a play caller. This is Justin's first full season as a starter. This is a lot of our offensive lines first full season at a starter. Um, this is Eberflus's first full season uh, as a head coach. Um, it's a lot of new parts to this machine, and mm-hmm. for it to really iron out the kinks, man, you got to give it time. Like it, it's not a, there's no substitute for that. Agreed, agreed. And, and, you know, as much as we want to beat the Packers every time we face them, as much as we want revenge for the sentence, I own you, um, you know, we, we've got to play better. And, you know, the, I think uh, the defense, I, 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 I fault bad decision making because you don't have to make bad decisions. Um, you know, there's a difference. So, for instance, when I look at the defense getting run over and they did. Um, I think a lot of that is going to hopefully be adjusted through coaching because this was a scenario where the ability for certain guys like 
Robert Quinn to just penetrate deep and fast uh, worked against us because you, you, you got you, 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 they're stretching us out to either side of the field. And some of our guys are getting deep, quick penetration and other of our guys are just fighting right up, right at the line of scrimmage, which actually creates a lot of holes. And so the guy's looking and, and, you know, Jones is looking, he's got three or four different holes he can cut through, not because their line was blowing our line out, but because some of our guys were three or four yards in the backfield. And, you know, so that creates a, a huge gap when you, when you're going on a, on a spread play to either side in those scenarios, it's actually better if everybody just strafes along the along the line, so he has to either run into our guys or run into his guy, because it's a wall of human beings. It's, you know, uh, uh, you know, 12, 12, 15 guys on either side battling it out. You know, all the way to the sideline, and you know, if if, if it's better than you know, that kind of that staggered thing, the staggered thing, whether they pushed our guys back or whether we pushed their guys back, it's a hold either way. And a smart running back is going through the hole. Right. You know, and, and we, there's a lot of tackles yeah, too. Yeah. And, and through the arm tackles. Right. You know, so I'm not saying they weren't bad tackles. There were bad tackles, but you know, there, there are times when, you know, like in those situations, it's almost like when you're facing a, um, a screenplay. You know, the moment you recognize a screenplay, stop penetrating. Because if you keep going upfield, <laughs> you're going to, you know, you're going to give away the house. You know, you know, hey, they're trying to get right behind me. You have to stop penetrating and, and peel back to the level of the play. Mm. And I think, you know, on many of those run plays, as we look at, uh, look at it, we, we our defensive, uh, um, our front seven got too deep. Some of them, not all of them, but some of them got too deep. And it's just, it, it, there's just gaps, you know, when you, when you, when, you know, two or three guys get really deep, you know, and the other four guys at the line of scrimmage, watch, great, fantastic, I'm gone. Um, yeah. And, and now uh, safeties and cornerbacks, but uh, uh, can handle it. But that was a, that was a horrible second quarter. I mean, Terrible. <laughs> And, and it was bad run defense all game, but it was a horrible second quarter. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, Eddie Jackson, bright spot to me. Eddie Jackson, um, you know, I mean, he laid some lumber, and that's something we haven't seen from him. Yeah, Eddie Jackson was popping, folks. Yeah. Um, that's I haven't seen Eddie Jackson hit somebody since 2018, not properly and hard. Right. Uh, 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 nephew, what you see is a, a bright spot. Sheesh. Um, he still get to play some more games. I mean, <laughs> man, it was tough, man. I'm not going to lie. You know what? I'll just say they cheated. They cheated. Um, and that's what I'm going to say. Always cheat. They always cheat. And that's the only way they can beat us. And next time we'll do better. Um, the bright spot, I mean, we're a young team. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of, uh, like like Cuzzo said, there's a lot of learning um, opportunities, watching the tape, seeing things we can do better. Um, and, again, this is our rival, so hopefully they take this seriously. And um, we'll, we'll play them again this season, so hopefully we can come back and get some revenge. Uh, but ultimately, I think the bright spot is just that we're, we're a young team. We're, we're getting the opportunity to see those guys out there getting better, 
and hopefully they're able to make those adjustments. I mean, like um, I said, these are probably our toughest games, the, the first couple that we've had. Um, so hopefully this is something that will jumpstart them and get them motivated for the, for the rest of the games to come in the season. And hopefully we can see some of those improvements as we, as we move forward. Because, I mean, the loss, man, that second quarter, it's hard to find any bright spots in that, in that dark, clouded second quarter. Um, but, again, that's it. We're, we're a young team. And like I said at the beginning, we're, they don't have much um, of an expectation for us to do anything well this year. So I'm just hoping that our young guys can stay confident, um, go out there and bounce back uh, for the next week. Yeah. Um, for bright spots, I, I think, to me, um, Demo, obviously, that was that was great to see him kind of get back to form after having a down game last week and kind of silence the doubters. I think he had something like eight yards of carry. Um that's that's great to see the o-line 16 carries 122 yards yeah that's i mean that's a good game man. he needed the td to cap it off but that's a good start so um i think the run blocking from the o-line was fantastic it's nice to see some people moving going on out in the front um and then on defense man uh, it's hard to come up with a bright spot yeah both didn't um but you, you just want to see your guys put in better positions than that um, and, and execute a little better. Um, I would have thought Roquan would have made a bigger difference. Um, but Travis Gibson had a really good game. He had two sacks on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, Huge. Yeah. And sure. you, you still saw flashes from Dominique Robinson and run and uh, run defense and run support. Uh, he was able to get a couple of hits in the backfield. Um, so we're we're seeing signs that the the talent is there and the potential is there, but we're not we're not putting it all together yet. So um, yeah, want to see Quinn that. got Quinn got one too. Quinn got one yeah. coming around the corner. Yeah, uh, just a beautiful sack on Rogers. Um, yeah, we we put Rogers on the ground. We just did beat him. Yeah, right. well, Kylie Gordon got picked on. That's. <laughs> That was a rough game for my man, Kyler Gordon. I'm I'm all for the rookie. He had a great breakup at the start um, when he tried to pick on him in the end zone, but um, kept getting him underneath routes, outside uh, moves, out breaking routes, crossers, um, pretty much was just going at him. I think targeted him 13 times, completed for 10 of them. Um, so that's we, – we definitely want to see some help rolled his way in coverage. So he's not left, you know – to fend for himself against Aaron Rodgers the whole game like that. That's something I want to see an adjustment for. Maybe. Yeah, he was, you know what, honestly, you, you got to expect that from a rookie. This rookie is going to have a game where he just gets worn out by a quarterback and receiver combination. And that just happened. He, he got burnt off the line a lot. And um, I, I, I don't have a problem with it because, or even letting him try again, because that that how else are you gonna learn? I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah, that that's a that he went to school. He got a PhD and whoop your butt. And and I think we're gonna be the better for him. You know, he he, he that was a PhD level whoop. And uh I think we'll be the better for it. But you know, some of the other stuff where we just made the wrong choice, and I think that's demoralizing, you know, like it's a half yard line. Look, if you're stronger than me on that, I need to know right now if my guys can punch this ball in from the half-yard line against right. a good defense. If right. they can't, then I'm going to be kicking a lot of field goals. Santos is going to get a lot of work. But if they if they can, 
you know, other teams will have to look out. They're like, don't let those guys inside the five because they're going to run you down. Yeah. You know, so I, that I, that doesn't teach me anything that, you know, we make the wrong call and we make do stupid stuff. To be fair, it did look like he got that touchdown. But the refs, man, you could already see it when he extended the ball over the first down line and then they called it back. Like that seemed inconsequential to a lot of people, but I noticed that because that kept their their starting D line on the field. That kept their starting D line fresh inside the ten G. Like little stuff oh, yeah. like that, man. Refs think they could get away with that stuff, man. I'll be noticing. I'll be like, really? He had the ball out like this when he stepped out of bounds. Are you gonna try to say he didn't? Come on, man. Yeah, and and when you look at stuff like that, no argument. I, I agree a hundred percent. That was a factor. At the same time. You know, you, you look at Demo or blasting game being a running back, hitting the hole, finding the hole, no matter how small the hole is, either of them are going to find that hole that was just to the right of them, probably walk in. But even if they don't, they both have the power and the body positioning to fall forward. Mm-hmm. He, he kind of fell, but he didn't fall into the end zone. You got to fall. All, you yeah. fall all the way into the end zone. There's, they can't argue. That's a learning experience for him, too. That's a learning yeah. experience for the fields, too, man. Yeah, you got to keep pushing until you end, until they blow that whistle, man. Yeah, you got to – you, you want to hit the ground in the end zone. That, that, you hit the ground in the end zone and nobody can say you weren't there. Guess he could have helped him out by starting him from four yards up, though. I don't understand why he decided to do that from the college. That was a wild decision to me. Yeah. yeah. That was garbage. Yeah. High garbage. Yeah. Here's um, a question. Where the heck is Darnell Moon? Uh, with Darnell Mooney, uh, uh, he's been on vacation. Uh, he's got one catch in two games. And, you know, I mean, one of two things is happening. And, and you know, uh, um, you know, either he really isn't a number one receiver, you know, or we're not scheming him open. And I think we need to go right to the film to get the, the, the answer. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I think we need to. I think we need to highlight Mooney. I would like to see some simple stuff. Put Pringle in the slot, Mooney on the outside, Komet on that side as a as a tight end with his hand in the ground. Make Komet do an out, send Pringle on a fly, and drag Mooney right across under all of it. And it, it just you know, three step drop, toss the ball. Just get the ball in his hands, man. Get the ball in his hands and, and do stuff like that. Get them 10 catches in a game. You know, even if it's even if it's eight yards a catch, I don't care. 10 catches for 80 yards. Get him, get him going. And, and they have to watch that. And the rest of the offense can start to build off that. Exactly. That's right. It also gets the fields a lot of free, easy tosses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he needs those. He needs, you know, you I'm sorry. His numbers are below Kyle Orton's throwing the ball. This is not a good thing. Yeah. I I don't think we're playing to his strengths in terms of throwing the ball. We have taken, like, two deep shots in two games, like, where he literally, like, hiked the ball and was looking deep the whole time. We've taken two. Yeah, but we can't. Both games. Like, I understand the first game, but when you're down by 20 or whatever it was in third quarter, and we took no deep shot. I'm like, sure, they could they could be back there and they could take away a lot of stuff. But that just means you don't have enough routes deep because every single play I saw, 
six, seven, eight, nine guys at the line of scrimmage because they're so afraid of him running. So why don't we have four guys deep? Because there's only three of them that can be back there to cover. You know what I mean? Like, where is that? And you know he could put a dot on him. Just, just right. give him the chance. Just give him the well, chance. Well, he, he did miss Mooney. He did miss Mooney. Yeah, once. I know, but that was that was that's huge. Do it again. <laughs> yeah, you know, he but, do it twice in a game. He, yeah. he missed one. He gonna hit the next one. So you yeah. got to give him a chance. You got to give the young man a shot to do what he does best. And the, the deep ball has always been what Fields has been known for. So, I mean, we got to give him that shot, man. Trying to make him do this short rhythm passing constantly. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. It's great. But you got to give the rookie the confidence. Or he's not a rookie, but he's only started 12 games. He's still basically in his rookie year in terms of uh, actual game experience. So, like, yeah, he's had an extra offseason, but this is what counts. This is what he needs. Yeah, well, without question. I mean, I think we have to just look forward to next week. There were bright spots. Um, the, 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 we are still sacking quarterbacks. Um, you know, uh, again, it, 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 enough said fields did not get sacked a lot for what we have out there as an offensive line. We can do better. Um, but, you know, it, 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 this looks nothing like Cleveland game of last year. You know, we're, we're doing a reasonable job of protecting him on the few drops that he has. Um, you know, and, and when he got sacked, a couple of those were coverage sacks where he was just in the pocket with nowhere to go. Now, it, was he afraid to let it go? That's a question that needs to be answered. But, you know, he, he held the ball a while before the pocket broke down. It wasn't an instant smash. So that that's something that that's, you know, all right. Um, next week we got to, we get to see our old guy Lovey, <laughs> and uh, you know Lovey knows our defense like like a book. Um, but I don't know if he has the weapons to do anything about it. Um, so here here we go. We, we should. I, I agree with you that that it was it's good to come out of that one and one. That was not that's not a bad way to come out. Um, you know now we got to do something. Now we got we've got about six, seven games in a row we should win. And we re, we really, you know, we need to meet, make the halfway point in the season, um, you know, seven and two. You know, if we that's do a halfway point, <laughs> yeah, that's that's not seven and two would be that would be a, a string look, of good games. Yeah, but look at the look at what we got. I mean, we the, the NFL has set us up to do it. The NFL has set us up to do it. We don't have tough competition. It's an easy slate, allegedly, but any given Sunday, man. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Hopefully it's our Sunday. Hopefully we get a few. Man, because, man, how long have we seen? How long have we seen these Sundays go the opposite way, man? I'm, I feel like it's our time. I feel like it's our time. You're right. Our schedule is not super tough. We're coming out one and one, so we've had a, a decent competition to start. I'm with you, seven and two. I'm, I'm with you, seven and two. That allows us some breathing room. But these next games, the games we should win, we need to start winning them because a lot of the times we'll drop those close games uh, for whatever reason, um, and we need to get them. And I think the formula for that is, uh, one, you know, we got to keep playing good defense. we got to get tougher against the run. Uh, I, I'm a proponent of bringing Tonga back. I know they cut him. You know, just after the 53-man roster was released, he made the 53-man roster. But sometimes you need a 330-pound tackle. Uh, 
even though it's not quote unquote the right fit for your scheme, stick him down there and make them force them to double team one guy, which that allows the rest of your guys to be a lot more free. And against in situations like that where we're getting run over, stick Tonga down there next to your best DT. I mean, he ain't even on the team, man. We gotta, we gotta Go make sure we got. Go bring him back. I liked him against the run last year, but I don't. <laughs> hey, what are you gonna do? You you want to like give up team. ten yards of carry, or you wanna you wanna you wanna bring him back? You know that that that's one of those. That's... Don't be he, he cheap cheap. <laughs> Who's got the number down to Hallis Hall? We can make that call to make sure they. Yeah, why don't you call Poles up? Easy boy. I think, I think I'm gonna call them up and yeah, yeah. stop getting beat like this. <laughs> so, so here's a so here's a question, right? So, because uh, let's hear you on this first. So, um, Chicago Bears are two and a half point favorites for next week at Houston. What's your call for this game? What do you think it's gonna turn out as? Um, I think it's a W. I think we'll get. I think we'll get the win. Um, I think we'll win these games that we're supposed to win. Again, like you said, uh, I don't know if they're going to have the the um, the weapons, the personnel to to beat us if we come out and and um, you know and play right and execute. Um, I think we'll I think we'll be fine. I think Demo will be back uh, back to form. I think he'll continue continue as he's going. And honestly, hopefully, this is a game for Fields to kind of let his let his hair down and, and, and kind of make some plays to get comfortable and uh, pick up some of that confidence. Uh, you know, passing the ball. I'm hoping we can see a lot of that this this coming week. W Bears by seven. Bears by seven. I like it. I like. You know what? Actually, what should happen? We should win by fourteen. Demo should have one hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns. We should blow him out the box, and and right behind him, Khalil Herbert should should have a hundred yard game too, and we should just annihilate him. Uh, And Justin Fields should be able to throw for 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 at least one hundred fifty. (laughs) <laughs> get us 150 right but i'll take 150 on 15 completions they don't have to be deep you know what i mean just get get the ball out there um you know so so that's what should happen um we're gonna find out whether the second quarter haunts us you know what i mean we yeah. are we gonna, you know, and, and we were undisciplined we had a lot of penalties a terrible second quarter you know, we we just are are we as disciplined as we showed week one? Can we go back and be that disciplined again? Yeah. Um, I think I think uh I'm with you on Bears by seven. I think the Texans are better than people give them credit for right now. Um we know how good of a coach Lovey can be, uh, and how he can motivate his players, and we know how he coaches defense. So it's not going to be easy, especially with those two deep looks that we're going to get. So it might not be a lot of deep balls, um, but we'll see what we could do against that team. We definitely have more talent than that roster. Fields, I say he he should be able to outplay Davis Mills. He outplayed Trey Lance. Um, uh, he plays every quarterback from his – like every starting quarterback from his rookie draft class except Trevor Lawrence this year. And I think he should beat all of them, frankly. Um, cause there's really no reason that, like, there's no, no team that they're on that scares me. The Patriots, they're average right now. The Jets suck. The Texans, man, I mean, I, I want the Texans to do well for Lovey's sake, but 
realistically, they're they're a talent deficient roster right now, just like we are. So um, I want to see I want to see some involvement from Mooney. I want to see Fields throw the ball, like you said. Uh, but man, I want him. I want them to throw the ball forty times, frankly. Um, and the reason being is, I I just think Fields is going to develop more by throwing the ball than he is by running the ball. We know he can run the ball, but the problem is that these teams are stacking the box so much to try to stop the run that he's he's getting really flustered really quickly seeing all those bodies. If he can just look past those guys and just get the ball out, then teams will have to back off and then he can run more. Then he'll have the room to run because they won't have so many people sitting there spying because they're going to need those guys in coverage. And that opens things up for him both ways. It forces them to play balanced, which is like what you see with Lamar Jackson, which you see with, uh, you know, uh, uh, other running quarterbacks around the league um, and, and even some that don't run, you know, that, you know, when you, when you force them to back off, then, you know, it opens things up for your legs and we need to force teams to back away. Josh Allen comes to mind, you know, so um, that's what I want to see. Frankly, I just want to see them open the playbook up and let that man just, just gun it over and over and over again, no matter how many picks he throws. So what, let him throw five picks. Who cares if he throws four touchdowns, I'm happy. Well, yeah, by seven, hopefully by more. Hopefully by more. Um, hopefully by more. All right, gentlemen. Well, uh, I'm uncle. And I'm nephew. I'm son. And we're, we're